Another good one in the cabin as we near the holidays. Uh, we got your Crapper Creek World News Report. Lovely Maria is going to talk about why sex is better in the bedroom with a Christmas tree. Or is it? Evans joins us for the Idiot of the Day. A visit from Dr. D from Animal House. Another episode of F My Life. Ask Trooper Cooper is back with us. I'm in the stand-up spotlight with some stand-up comedy. And we have a great interview with Olympic curler and local Alaskan Vicki Persinger. All coming up this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Time for yet another educational portion of the program this week, boys and girls. Uh, we're uh, having fun with fast food with the mayor. So why not hit you with this? Did you know it was National Fast Food Day a while back? Yeah, that's a thing. For most of you, I know, it's like Monday, but whatever. But for the rest of you, these are actual facts about your favorite fast food. You ready? Here we go. For one, the fries in the bottom of the bag, who do they belong to? Whoever paid. If everyone split the tab, you go to a knife fight. Just how it is. Uh, all those McDonald's Happy Meal toys you saved have risen in value. Oh, yeah, it's almost like 13, 14 cents each. They're going big on the market. Uh, eating large quantities of fast food is linked to obesity, heart disease, and all those other things that you already have. The largest hamburger in the world was made in Minnesota. But I'm going to go out on a ledge and guess it was eaten in Wisconsin. Fast food got its name because you get the food fast and the diarrhea even faster. Sesame seed, probably one of the most popular hamburger buns, right? The least popular bun, man. Bun. If you knew what was actually in a McRib, you'd... Ah, who am I kidding? (laughs) You'd eat it anyway. Fast food, believe it or not, dates back to ancient Greece, which incidentally, your hash brown was fried in this morning. Sonic was recently honored for its contribution to the toilet paper industry. The best way to guarantee a huge laugh, walk into Arby's and ask if they have any low-fat menu options. (laughs) That always kills. Uh, The most expensive hot dog in the world was called the Juni Bon. And anybody paid $169 for it was called a total idiot. And eating fast food obviously can lead to obesity, which can lead to early death. So this in America is known as totally worth it. And finally, Wendy, total burger whore. Had to be said. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, back from her sabbatical. So good to have her back. Uh, It's the one and only Dr. D. Thornell from Animal House Veterinary Hospital. You may remember her from the Animal Animal Planet show, Dr. D. Alaska Vet, and on the interweb and all over, uh, everywhere else. January 3rd, YouTube, watch out, 9 to 11 on the East Coast time. It's going to be launching. Oh, okay. Now tell us about that, Dee. What is the name of the, uh, Is it, it's like a YouTube uh, show, a YouTube channel. It's a YouTube channel. It's called Dr. D, a vet for everywhere. Beautiful. And so um, it's uh, been in production, which takes us a little bit of the sabbatical. Had to do some filming and editing and all that kind of stuff. Fun songs. Got an actual jingle that was designed just for it. Excellent. And not only that, but of course, um, the uh, TV show you did have on Animal Planet was so popular. You already have a built-in fan base 
So oh, that'll yeah. be nice. That'll be really cool. And we're going to have a lot of fun surprises. This is called Fun with Animals. Oh, good. Great. Well, and inter- I mean, you'll learn, you know, there's always things with animals you go, you know, but ooh. I'll try and make it as um, gentle and easy as possible. Can we do something fun with Big Blind Zephyr? That would be a blast. <laughs> well, we could film it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, or just him wandering around is uh, more fun than not right there. All right. Uh, with hey, that but said. But you should go back. He has progressive retinal atrophy that has really progressed the cataracts and everything else. Yeah. So he's got to have his eyeball. He's not just blind. Yeah, he's got to have it popped out. Right. And then he got right. blood in the eye. And yeah. yeah he's got to get it pulled out. So we'll do that. That'll well, be. Well, can we say surgical excision pulled out kind of his <laughs> draft? Right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the big... Ah, yes. There it is. Uh, with that said, uh, we always like to bring D in just to answer some pet questions. I want to start with, of course, the holidays. And they are upon us. There's some, uh, you know, a lot of do's and don'ts when it comes to uh, what we're feeding our pets, what are around our house, uh, the cold weather, everything else. And let's start with uh, do's and don'ts of holiday food and just the holidays in general. What are the biggest uh, problems you see with pets around the holidays? People don't maintain their regular um, vibes with what they do with their pets. They start going, oh, they should be able to eat turkey and uh, they should eat this. And then they put the chocolate out and the dog's getting chocolate. Several major calls uh, with emergencies. And with the emergency room call uh, closed right now, I'm doing double duty and working during the day. Yes. So, um, so don't let them eat chocolate. If cats don't eat tinsel. you got to be careful of the tree. You already know the foolproof cat tree. Oh, yeah. I have the Wilson-proof tree. It's actually a Zephyr-proof tree for a big blind dog because it's got a six-foot colored pole, but it's on a wide base stand. It cannot be tipped over. The cat cannot get up it. It's a pet-proof tree. I ought to market these things. Yeah. So you got to be careful with trees, you know, and uh, especially pencils, wrapping paper, even ribbon. That ribbon you put on your packages that's you know, you can kind of curl with a... a Scissors, those right. things, they eat that and get it caught. Right. And dogs just love to eat chocolate. They love to eat, they'll eat anything. Right. So you got to be the brains of the operation. Don't put stuff that they shouldn't eat somewhere they can eat it. Hide it. I don't know. Use the microwave. I don't know. Uh, but don't let them eat that stuff. Try and keep them into their normal routine, even though you might be home for the holidays and you want to try and spoil them. And those big brown eyes are trying to talk you into giving them more food or more <laughs> treats. Yeah, yeah. You know, just keep into the regular maintenance. That's what dogs' stomachs and intestines like, the normal going by, even though their tongues tell them different. Right. And they, people always say, oh, but look, he wants, and you nailed it with the, uh, oh, let's let them have their own Christmas dinner as well. No, they will scarf up their dog food just like they'll scarf up turkey. It's yeah. not like they're savoring it. And the terrible thing about turkey scraps with dogs is it's called pancreatitis, and they die from that. Okay, so good <laughs> good tip. Uh, don't give them the turkey either. Even though you're thinking, oh, it's not seasoned, it's not just don't give them the turkey. Do, is there any holiday foods that are okay for uh, pets? Dog food. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this. This is what you do. If you're going to feed them turkey, you get to eat their dog food. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> See, I'll stop right there. Mine's having dog food. There it is. That's Dr. D, and that's why we bring her in. Uh, good luck. We look, uh, we'll talk to you next time. We'll be closer to the launch of your YouTube show, and I look forward to hearing more about that, and we'll do that. Have a great Christmas. Let's do this again. Ho, ho, ho. Ha, ha, ha. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumpet Creek Wild News.
Bears Report! All right, well, what do you say we... Take a look at the headlines this week. Your Crap Creek World News Report from the cabin. Glenner reporting. Pfizer says a booster of its vaccine is critical in fighting off the Omicron variant. Uh-huh. Oh, and Hostess says Twinkies prevent cancer. Did you know there's now a simple at-home test that can detect early signs of dementia? Yeah, ready? On the count of three. Find your keys. Couldn't? Uh, you might want to see a doctor. 200 million Americans are now vaccinated, which is cool. That means all we have to do now is just sit back and wait for our secret instructions from Bill Gates. Woman in Indiana says COVID left her uh, food tasting, all of her food tastes like garbage, she says. She's upset. She says every day feels like she's trapped in an Applebee's. Police in Erie, Pennsylvania, looking for a guy who was, uh, he's pooped on the floor of a Goodwill store. Not once, not, but several times. Serial pooper. Police have made him the number two most wanted. All right. Roman Catholic diocese in Sicily under fire for telling kids Santa is not real. Well, I think we can all agree this is probably the single worst thing ever done to children by a member of the Catholic Church, right? I mean, can you think of something worse? Did you know the Pillow Fight Championship League is going to hold their first uh, live pay-per-view event next month? How sad is your life if you're paying money to watch a pillow fight? But really, big deal. I mean, I don't need to watch it. College girls in lingerie have been doing this in my head since I was like 11. McDonald's going to give away food every day till Christmas. It's like the, uh, the 12 days of Christmas, but instead of drummers drumming on day 12, you fucking die. Four organizers of the January 6th Capitol riot suing Verizon to block the release of their cell phone records. Yeah, you know, just like innocent people would do. And finally, Elon Musk says he's going to fly a Noah's Ark like spaceship full of animals to Mars. And just like that, that line, that ever thin line between Elon Musk and Gary Busey continues to blur. This has been the Crapper Creek World News Report. All right, real pleasure here in the cabin of Crapper Creek. I'm so excited. I uh, got to talk to her a few weeks ago before she went to compete. And now we have a uh, USA Olympic team member. Boy, does that have a good ring to it. Vicky Persinger with us right now. Oh, my God. Yay. Oh, my God. Here, pull that up just a little bit towards you. Oh, my God. You, uh, all right. Now, Vicky, uh, of course, you are now officially on the U.S. Olympic curling team to compete in Beijing, China. Coming up in February. Has that sunk in yet? Uh, it's just now starting to set in. Uh, I was very emotional when it first happened uh, and jet lagged. So it well, took, yeah. took me a minute to get over that. Uh, but now I'm getting excited and starting to prep and schedule for, you know, being our best in Beijing. I'm, I'm really excited. All right. Now, of course, uh, not just you. Who's on the team? Let's let's uh, promote yeah. uh, the, the squad because this is a team uh, sport, obviously. Right. So it's just me and um, it's mixed doubles. So it's one boy, one girl. And my partner, Chris Plies, he lives in Minnesota. And he is also actually on Team Schuster, who is going for the men's event as well. They're, they're um, defending gold medalists. 
So he'll be doing two disciplines at the Olympics, uh, and we're first. Oh, nice. Oh, so, that, that is so exciting. So you've got a darn good partner to, to hurl yes, some stones. very good. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how long has this road been for you? I mean, when did you first try to, you've grown up around, your family is like uh, uh, curling <laughs> gold here. They're, they're, you know, royalty yeah. in Alaska. And for you, you started, when did you start curling? Uh, well, I started curling when I was five. Uh, my parents were just around <laughs> like the club. Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. We were just, I mean, we used to just play like hot lava on the floor tiles downstairs and kind of be annoyed that we were at the curling club. But then right. once we were able to get out there and start pushing around um, the rocks, then we were starting to have more fun. We used to ride the rocks down the When sheet. you were really tiny? Yeah. Oh, I'll bet. And that was that was the best. Now I'm... A little too large for that, but um, not much more. You're not. You're not a big thing. Those rocks probably. It's got to take a little something. Our guest, of course, Vicky Persinger, who uh, qualified for the Olympics this past weekend. Now I've got to ask you one thing, and this is what came up on my show because this is what happens on my show, and that is the uh, controversy over the uh, one of the sponsors. Oh yes, it was Easy Toys, and it was an Correct. adult toy company correct and they had a logo on the ice now i saw the logo it was non-offensive it just said Mm -hmm. easy toys right and nbc or somebody pulled the coverage yeah and the only clip i have is one of you sweeping over the top of that logo (laughs) that's what i got the easy toys there's vicky gotta give them some coverage you know you know so i'm thinking maybe if anything you should get uh you should call easy toys for some sponsorship swag, or, or get, at least for, for to get you over there, because that that had to be huge for them. Well, I feel bad for them because you know we're hurt, curling is hurting for any sponsors in general. So right. you know it's not their fault that they produce what they produce, and right. it's unfortunate that they gave us money. And like you said, it's not like there was a clip art or anything no, on their logo. No, there, no, there was no emoji if, no, if it were. But uh, <laughs> the Olympic Channel and NBC Sports did not like it. Yeah, so. that's too bad. Of yeah. course, uh, Vicki Persinger. Now, uh, what do you do? How do you prepare for this? How do you, uh, do you can, are you going to be just hitting, are you going to be focusing and hitting the rink over there? Do they give you now, do you get all the ice time you ever wanted over there? Yeah. Um, if you're a member there, you normally get uh, well, right. kind of access anyway. But still, uh, you should at least get like free alcohol. <laughs> for life oh, at the man. curling well, club. That's not really in the training regimen right now, but... Yeah, we train differently. Maybe Vicky. later. We, we maybe train, later. <laughs> we train very different, you and I, which is probably why I'm still here and you're going on to the Olympics uh, in Beijing. Uh, now, who uh, who are you going up? Who are the big teams you're going to be going up with? Who's the ones that you've got the bullseye on? Yeah, there will be um, maybe four teams. Canada, will be really, obviously. Canada, for sure. Sweden, uh, Scotland, and Norway. Those four teams are very, very good. And... and it, all the all the teams there, you know, well, got, yeah, did Olympics. something to get there. Yeah, right, so right. But they're now, all great teams, but those are the ones that are going to be really tough for us to take down. Now, Scotland is good, obviously. That's where a lot of these stones come from, is it not? Yes, that's yeah. the kind of the origin of curling was. Okay, in so much like uh, much like a golf. So yes, <laughs> golf and curling over there. <laughs> all right, there we go. Uh, Vicky Persinger with us. I, I'm so excited for you. Fairbanks was just thrilled. Did the the turnout at the airport had to be just emotional. Yeah, uh, like I said, I had been traveling for like 20 hours and then uh, had everyone cheer me on when I landed and had been waiting to hug my family, you know, really to give them that hug for for winning that event. I've been waiting eight years. And so 
Is that how long you've tried for these Olympics? Yeah, I actually, you know, I lost the last trials, which was really heartbreaking. It was. I remember that. And so it's been, uh, this is the third try at the Olympics? This is my second try. Second try? Well, technically, yeah. So last, there's mixed doubles and women's. I play both. And I lost, I got second in the women's and third in the mixed doubles last time. And this time I got second in the women's again and won the mixed doubles. So, Boom. So there you are. Yeah, but eight eight years of effort to get here. So, And um, and that's pretty much any Olympic story. Nobody gets handed that opportunity. That's a lifetime of work from the age of five at the Fairbanks Curling Club Mm -hmm. at 40 below, going out there with your family, riding rocks. Playing lava in the basement, which I did in the sixties <laughs> with my parents, and uh, and of course they knew each uh, they, they were friends as well, and uh, and now you're here, now you're here, you're yes. going to be in Beijing. I can't wait, and I'm I'm going to text my friends in Sweden and start <laughs> talking smack right now. Get in there, we're going to win. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so talking smack, uh, Anders, Katrine. I know you're listening, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. We're coming after you, so that'll be great. Vicki Persinger, congratulations once again. So proud of you. So Thank proud. You so, I, I, so I can't wait. Can't yeah. wait. All right. Olympic curler. Vicki Persinger. Ooh, still gets chills, doesn't <laughs> it? There we go. All right. It's about that time of the day. One of our favorite segments of the show, and that is the idiot of the day. And to do that, I bring in my good buddy on the phone, Mr. Jerry Evans. Hey, bud. The distinguished Mr. Jerry Evans. Yes, yes, I should say the distinguished Jerry Evans, as we are now both distinguished citizens. I think now would be a right time to talk about rectums, poop, lady parts, and vomit. Let's do it. Obviously, the bar has been lowered drastically. Oh, my goodness, says the bar. Oh, you know, I think at that awards banquet, when they started reading all the people who had won the award and, you know, before us. Yeah. Wow, I was like going, I am so not worthy of this. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we we got it. Don't tell anybody. They can't take it from us now. Anyway, uh, let's get on to it. It is time for our idiot of the day. And of course, to do that, we have to be all official. So let's do this. It's time for the Crapper Idiot of the Day. Ah, pretty simple stuff. Got two of them, of course, Evans. I'll read them to you, and then uh, you can comment, and you'll have to come back with picking one of them. Let's start with this, where cops found a lady. Uh, Police, and um, here's the thing, but this one comes from here. Police in Fairbanks, Alaska. What? Yes. Got a call a few weeks ago about a couple paying with a counterfeit $100 beer bill at an adult store. So, gee, which one is that, right? We all know. <laughs> oh, sorry, we can't name which one it was. The guy stayed behind to deal with the cops, but his 31-year-old girlfriend drove off. When the cops pulled her over, they found she had a suspended license, so they took her in. Uh, when they got to jail, the officer noticed she was, quote, making uh Certain movements towards her uh, vaginal area, shall we say. So they gave her a body scan. That's when they found she had stuffed in, put stuff in, let's say, both orifices down there. Female cop fished out $890 in counterfeit money from her hoo-ha. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but that's not all. They found a real $10 bill hidden in her rectum. Now, 
That's like the world's worst ATM machine. (laughs) (laughs) To to her credit, she figured out a great way to keep her counterfeit money and her real money separate, you know, for quick reference, I guess. Oh, no. Yeah. They also found more than 40 small baggies of meth, heroin, and morphine in her lady parts. Wow. Which Uh, one? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking the word cavernous is floating around my head right now. Oh my wow. goodness. And this story happened right here in Fairbanks. Wow. That's right? A, that's impressive. I'm surprised they didn't hear about it. I'm surprised they don't know them. You know what? Here's the weird thing. We might know them. We very they well know, could know these well people. Could be your list- they very well could be your listeners. Uh, well, I know they are. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so that's There's just a, yeah. That's I just one. Yeah. Public radio listeners. What do you say? <laughs> that's because they would have only kept Grey Poupon in there. All right. All right. Here's our next one. Uh, every bride wants the perfect wedding, but most would settle for it just to not be a total disaster. Woman recently got married in. Florida, going viral uh, after her wedding did not go according to plan. She and her now husband exchanging vows under gazebo. Uh, They had been partying. Uh, But anyway, uh, she passed out, not from partying. She hadn't eaten all day and was out in the hot sun, was massively dehydrated, excited, and she passed out. Right there. A video where she almost falls over. The groom catches her and she doesn't show this part, but ends up um, puking as well. So she passes out. She's puked on herself. So then her sister comes over with a fan to help her cool down. And she was holding the bride's nephew, who was just a baby. And while uh, her sister was trying to help, uh, the poop, uh, the kid pooped all over her wedding dress. (laughs) Somehow it escaped the diaper, ran down the sister's arm, got all over. She got up dry. uh, She got it dry clean and did the wedding photos later. She says she can't wait to tell this Story of her nephew's wedding, at her wedding, uh, his wedding someday. So it's bad enough you pass out from dehydration at your wedding. That's bad. That's not good. And then you puke on yourself. That's not good either. And then a little kid poops on you. (laughs) So that's not it. That's that's not a very good day right there. So. Kind of like by the power invested in him kind of thing. Kind of like that. So that's that's where we're sitting, Evans. We've got a bride who passed out, uh, puked on herself, and then was pooped on by her nephew. Or do we have the uh, local lady right here who's hiding stuff in all kinds of orifices? Kind of want to party with her. I'll be straight up. So if I understand this correct, she had the counterfeit in the hoo-ha. Right. And the real stuff in the back door. Okay. I'm going to call her the idiot because you always put the counterfeit in the back door and the good stuff up front. Oh, wow, there that's, we go. That's a rule. I thought everybody knew that. <laughs> that was, that's a given. <laughs> and there we go. Uh, so we will leave the distinguished citizen <laughs> with that thought. There we go. Hey, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, man. From the farthest North Rock station in the world. It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. In a never, ever ending attempt to make us feel better about ourselves and our own lives, I present to you another edition of Fuck My Life. Oh, some people have it so much worse. Stop your bitching. Your life is okay. All right. Do you got food in your belly? Do you got uh, water, clean drinking water, a roof over your head? You got better off than most. So shut the fuck up. Of course, sometimes our life feels a little uh, strained. Nowadays, I get it. I get it. We all get it. All right? You know, the fucking COVID thing and everything else. 
So by doing this, it kind of relieves our own tension by just having fun with the worries of others. So here we go with another fun rendition of Fuck My Life. Whoa! Get right to it. Today I found out there's three strands of very coarse hair beside my nipple. I'm going swimming tomorrow and I want to look good in my bikini. So I decided to cut them off with scissors. In the attempt to cut off the third strand, I instead cut off the very tip of my left nipple. Fuck my life. Today I was petting my cat. I went down to kiss his head with my eyes closed, felt different. I turned around and he had turned around and I ended up kissing his butthole. Fuck my life. <laughs> oh, today my girlfriend and I got busted by the cops. We were having sex in a, a car in a, in a dark parking lot near the beach. And if that wasn't bad enough, as I'm trying to talk my way out of the ticket, one of the cops peeks into the car window with his flashlight, and I hear my girlfriend awkwardly giggle. <laughs> Hi, Daddy. Oh, fuck my life. <laughs> Today I got bitched at by some old lady in a Walmart for not wearing my mask. I always wear my mask. I took it down for two seconds for one reason. To use my inhaler. I was having an asthma attack. She still bitched at me. Fuck my life. Fuck her life. Now here's a good one. This comes from a mom. Today, having my nine-year-old son help me find the TV remote, we're searching my bedroom when all of a sudden my son says, look, mom, it's right there. I turn around and he's pointing at the remote sitting on the bed, but he's pointing at it using my vibrator like a teacher pointing at a blackboard with a pointer. Fuck my life. Today, I saw an elderly man fall in a crosswalk, so I jumped off my bike to help. As I helped him across, the light turned green, and I had to stand there and watch across six lanes as somebody stole my bike. Fuck my life. <laughs> See, your life isn't that bad, right? Now you're going, wow, okay. And finally, here's one more for you. Uh, today, my boss called me into his office. He wanted to show me a website of a potential business partner before our trip. When he began to type in the word Virginia into Google, it auto-completed the search from his recent search history for virgin boys. And yes, I have to go on a business trip with him tomorrow. Did I mention I'm a young man that he had just hired? Fuck my life. There you go. Don't say I didn't warn you. Hi. Hi, sweetheart. What's going on? Happy holidays to you and yours. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been having fun with the Hallmark movies. A lot of them. They're so special. I know. But you and I talked about this. They're re- kind of repetitive. They are repetitive. But how do we get? Here's the, the thing. Middle and ending. Yes, we do. But it's the ride, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it all about the ride, man? I, I. For some reason, they do. They all have the same formula, but yet they all work. We get sucked in and watch every one of them. We've never like said, all right, I'm done with this one and not watched it. We get sucked in because we want to see how it ends, how they 
have their first kiss in the gazebo while it's snowing. Movie and, and can't go home and oh, get and the, second ten. And, and they end up they end up saving the farm. It's beautiful. Uh huh. And Christmas spirit is everywhere. I'm not feeling it this year, so really, you're not. I'm I'm, 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 I'm way not in. It. I'm, I know. Well, good for you. I'm in it more now than I was. So you know, I'm I'm starting to get there. We've got our Wilson proof Christmas tree up. <laughs> So and and it's also blind dog proof. Yeah, at this point, but you got to cut that bottom of it. I know because of the base, but I had to make a wide base so it can't get knocked over because of the blind dog, and I had to make it tall with the pole so that it can't be attacked by Wilson the cat. So it is a pet proof tree. <laughs> it's something else. I got to market sure. it. It's, it's right. something else. Well, you know what we need apparently is a Christmas tree in the bedroom. No. No, see, hold on, hear me out. Our house is too small. We, no, 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 no. You've got no. a huge bedroom. Are you kidding me? No. You've got a six-foot ceramic giraffe. Really? No, no, I'm, we're good, hon. No, no, but no room for hear me out. Nope. Uh, here's, here's the deal. Uh, in, according to science, having a Christmas tree in your bedroom improves your sex life. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's a, that's, a, that's a stupid, Who? what science? Who? Scientists I'm, I'm from Google science not, places. Uh, really? Hold on. Uh-huh. They claim one in six couples are doing it this year because it provides a more romantic atmosphere. You know, <laughs> the, the, the smell of the pine, the glowing, twinkling lights. Oh, it's yeah, kind of like lighting candles, right? You know, all these surveys, men seem to, seem to find a way to always spin things around to more sex is better. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. You could be cutting your toenails. Oh, did you know that if you cut your toenails, you will have better sex? All right, now you're just being stupid. No, I'm pointing out the obvious. All right. Anyway, a what a do you spokesman want? for the company offered up an explanation. He claims it, quote, connects us with nature, reminds us of our earliest ancestors who slept and made love outdoors under trees. That's nice. <laughs> so so we got to have a Christmas tree in the bedroom. Nope. A wreath? Can we get a wreath in there, for crying out loud? A poinsettia. You can put a mistletoe. How about that? <laughs> oh, okay. That, see, mistletoe right over the bed. Only it ain't for kissing. Am I right? I think that would work, would it not? Sure. Thanks, baby. Bye. There's some humor from me, Leonard. Why not? I don't want to date myself, but when I was a kid, here, when I was like like a baby, the toy we had was the old original, old school, where you'd had the uh, colored blocks and you'd bound them through, and then you'd turn it over, and you'd pan back through, and then you would. Uh, you, you, you turn it over, and you fucking pound it. It's a fucking shitty toy! We had the slinky that was good down the stairs, so I got the one kink, and then it was like, you get, it's holding up the herd, you've got to, there's nothing more for that slinky to do. And make, does that make your hands smell like slinky? What is that? Why do your hands smell like slinky? It's fucking, we, uh, slinky. That's some weird toys. 
the Lincoln Logs, remember that? Erector set, any old school? <laughs> erector set, I don't think they're even allowed to say the word erector set in school. That's like three days suspension. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance, thank you. Everything changed. Squirt guns fucking changed. Man, now they have the Super Soap 5000. got a goddamn backpack. It's like, it's like you put out a house fire. Oh, riding crowd, riding crowd in the streets. Back off, fuckers. When I was a kid, the squirt guns were about this fucking man. You'd have to be like, you know. Remember that? That's where we would have to be to make it work. I could spit on you and do more damage. And then that little plastic fucking thing that would come out. <laughs> Gotta get under the water faucet. Come on, Phil, fucker. Phil, come on, Phil. Everything's changed, even Barbie. They changed Barbie recently. Just people were complaining because, you know, I don't know, she was hot or something. Is that, well, you know, it was, it was that women's group, that, that, that what is it, the National Organization of uh, Ugly Chicks. Barbie doesn't portray a realistic view of women in society today. And you can see the guys at Mattel going, well, fuck, all right, so well, let me get this right. She does it, she's not realistic? Fine, we'll give her nipples, boom. <laughs> then they came out with bar just my size Barbie. She was like almost life size. That's fucking creepy. She seen the, the line outside the castle when that went on sale. <laughs> I had to wait an hour. didn't get the one with the nipples. <laughs> Way too much fun. You know, next week, it's our Christmas special. Lovely Maria will be with us. The mayor with a special holiday, yes or BS. A bunch of holiday humor and more. And it's going to be a good time. That will drop on Christmas Eve. So while you're doing your wrapping that evening or hanging out with family, enjoy the Crapper Creek podcast. Yes, it's Christmas in Crapper Creek. Next week, right here on the podcast. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.